I was nominated this year for DJ of the Year. Oh, shit. Congrats, man. Thank you, everyone. That's dope. Thank you, all the people that voted me in, even nice. though I didn't DJ a single fucking set <laughs> this year. But it's memories you created for them, obviously. No, it's a fraud. It's an obvious fraud. This, I've always thought that this entertainment award shit that they have in Vancouver mm -hmm. was a fraud. Yeah. And for years, I mean, I've been a DJ in the wedding business and everything 10 years now, let's say. And I've never been nominated ever for anything. And I'm, dude, I've rocked weddings. I've done like 60, 70 weddings a year. Events. Shit, go to parties. People ask me back. I've kind of lost lost it for DJing. The passion has kind of gone a little bit. Um, but uh, never before have I been nominated for anything until the COVID year where nobody's doing shit. And they're like, yeah, let's throw, let's throw the guy a bone. Is, hey, that it, is that what it was? It feels like that's what it was. So nobody had to vote or anything? No, they just contacted me and said, hey, AC DJ, you're nominated for uh, DJ of the Year. And I'm like, really? Interesting. Fill out this form. So I filled it out and I put all my info on there. I'm like, it, sure. Illuminati stuff. And they're like, tell us why you should be uh, DJ of the Year. And I'm like, <laughs> why don't you, you tell me why you nominated me? What the fuck? <laughs> like, don't you know why I should be DJ? Why are you asking me why I should be DJ? That's like the uh, Miss America. So you've been nominated for DJ of the Year. Yes. But tell us why. You're nominated. Yeah. Tell us DJ why you should be DJ of the year. I'm like, fuck, because I fucking got nominated for DJ of the year and I didn't even fucking DJ. <laughs> That's why I'm the That's greatest how good DJ. I am, how fucking good is that? Right? That's Not work at all again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like uh man, there was a guy in It's like Taylor Swift getting Grammys. Yeah, but there was a basketball <laughs> player back in the day that got nominated for MVP or something. He barely played. Oh, I can't remember. It's gonna come to me when we start talking about stuff. Hmm. I can't remember. It'll come to me, though. There was like a ball player who got nominated, and he sat out half the season, and he was like, yeah, I should not be Andy. Oh, was it Rookie of the Year, maybe? Was it Rookie of the Year? Maybe. Remember? And it was like a big deal. It's like, dude, didn't even play. Is it Greg Oden, maybe, from the Blazers? Constantly injured, Greg Oden? Might have. I can't, I can't remember who it was. Many, It'll many, come. Many. Anyways, MC, hit him with the intro. Hi, Phrase Podcast. A-L-A-T-E, ACDJ in front of me. The OGs of the series. Yeah, baby. Yeah, and it's funny how you started out on basketball because the All-Star game just passed. Dude, that was a crazy night. So your overall impression is what? My overall impression of the All-Star game is, is going to be very bleak. So hmm. if you're a fanboy right now, like you're some kind of NBA fanboy, please look away, go into the other room, go pet your dog or your cat or whatever because I'm about to tell you something that you might not want to hear. Okay. Yeah. The fucking NBA All-Star Game is a joke. And it's a joke for one reason. One, for three reasons. One, <laughs> the skills competition has got to be the worst fucking time in professional sports. The most useless activity. You do that shit when you are in elementary school. You do the skills drill. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what you teach kids basketball skills how to drill, right? They had every single white dude. That's the, like the only competition that the white dudes in the NBA can compete in. DeMontis and Jokic and Dantic. Vujovic, Vujovic. All the itches. All guys. They just call it the itch factor or something, right? Like itch drill. Dude, it was so sad. And it's really, it's really sad because the NBA is trying to be diverse. Yeah. Because I remember when Jeremy Lin went in it and Steve Nash went in it, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
they had all the non-dunkers, basically, right? The yeah. Showtime people in it. And it's sad, and it's boring, and it sucks, and it makes the NBA look horrible. Okay, what about the three-point contest? So three-point contest was great this yeah. year. And what it led me to believe is that, you know, the NBA, I think, needs to force the greats to do the All-Star. Mm-hmm. No more of this, like, you know, oh, who wants to be in the All-Star game? Uh, I do. Anyone else? Uh, anyone want to do three point? Yeah, I'll do it. No, uh, you know they pick and choose who yeah, they want. That, that, I, I agree with that for sure. They and should they, make them do it. They should I make mean, them. Well, at least incentivize it a little bit. Yeah. Like for the skills skills contest, for me, it's weird to see the guards lose. Like Chris Paul is a point god, yeah, and he loses to the big guys. That's. I mean, I don't like it. I think they should switch it out and turn it into a one-on-one tournament. Hmm. Put a million-dollar prize at the top. That'd be great. And then that way you have the best of the best playing one-on-one against, you the, against yeah. each other. Or an insane game of horse. You know what kind of horse you could play with Kyrie Irving and yeah. all these super talented people? Put money on it. These guys will play if there's money involved. Yeah, I agree. Or even charity factor. Right? But, like put your charity up there with yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, dude, they raised a lot of money. It was fantastic for charities. Right? Yeah. And, and you think about it, like the telethons and stuff, like Jerry's telethon, all these uh, things we did, mm-hmm. right? there. Mm-hmm. The ba- NBA could raise double that amount yeah. of money at All-Star. And you could have your charity out there maybe fetching balls for you in the three-pointer. Yeah. But you don't want that. Depends on your charity, really. I guess who you'd want fetching balls, right? If it's a little slower charity, people, you probably don't want them fetching. Come on, come on, kid. Come on, Clay. Clay Thomas has forty-four points. Come on, kid. I need these balls, right? But it's just—it's one of those things. It's not like Steph Curry going in it. Mm-hmm. I hope sets a new bar because oh, dude, these guys are terrified. When Steph gets hot, yeah. it is magic to watch. He was unbelievable. Yeah, I love watching that guy, man. He is by far the greatest shooter. I think. Ever yeah. has shot a ever. basketball. Ever, ever, ever. And don't freak out. I didn't say player. I said shooter. Mm-hmm. He is he is just phenomenal. He's amazing. Incredible talent. I you know, honestly for me, I enjoyed the All-Star game. I think it was competitive the enough. The game was good. Yeah. I think it was competitive enough. I mean, it was weird to see LeBron just not play. Yeah. But I get it. He's just won a championship. He don't give a fuck. Two months break, right into the season. No real rest time, no recovery time. This is yeah. a, a kind of a week off for him. Yeah. Because four points for LeBron in an All-Star game is unheard of. Yeah, and you know what? LeBron is that guy that's like, guess what, guys? You guys can have... Oh, you want to score 30 in yeah. the All-Star game? Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Oh, you got a, oh, you got a <laughs> Kobe Bryant award? Oh, nice. Guess what? I'm scoring 40,000 points. Uh <laughs> So go ahead, keep that shit. And you know what the you know what the worst part is, right? Okay, so I I, I like Giannis's game overall, mm-hmm. but I don't think that he is the next great no. in the league. He's no. And the hype behind it is a little bit insane. Like I heard Jalen Rose say something like, um, "If Giannis was six six, he'd be Michael Jordan." Like, yeah. What are you saying? Stupid. Jordan can shoot from everywhere. Giannis can't shoot at all. It was so bad. Like he was he was about to break the record for like most consecutive field goals without a miss Mm -hmm. and um i think it was like up to like 15 straight Mm -hmm. shots without a miss or all dunks and layups Mm -hmm. um and he had two bank shot three-pointers which were ugly as fuck (laughs) he's gonna take the third three-point shot the announcers are yelling at him don't shoot what can you imagine that yeah announcer like no no don't shoot and he shot it and it went in wow and the excitement on his face for scoring another three-pointer. Because <laughs> he doesn't score like, threes. Dude, you're an NBA player. Why are you so excited? Yeah. Well, he's trying to be a three-point shooter. And it's not where he is. He needs to own the mid-game. If he could own, own the middle game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he would be unstopped. Because there's 100%. no one that can stop. Let's face 100%. it. There's no one that can stop him defensively right now. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. His own victim, his worst enemy is, is himself. Right, it is because he's either gonna try and take on the game and win it or lose it. That's yeah. it. 
Yeah, right? and I think the Raptors figured him out. They put yeah. a wall in the paint. Don't let him drive. Yeah. And his the shooters that surround him are not good enough to get him to the promised land. Yeah. So he has to kind of be the guy that takes 40 shots a game. And it's not effective because he's once he gets into that... 18 to, no the 16 to 18 foot range mm-hmm. he's nothing but bricks mm-hmm. and defenses just back off and let yeah. him fire away mm-hmm. it's shocking to me that you can get an mvp award and not shoot a mid-range jumper yeah there's no mid-range jumpers anymore in the nba eh? Do you handful, notice that handful like who's a good mid-range shooter uh dude demar is amazing De- DeMar yeah, and Kawhi, Kawhi is yeah kawaii's got a great Kawhi's mid-range good. uh chris middleton's got a great mid-range mm-hmm. um i think demar is one of the best didn't mm-hmm. make the all-star game no mad snub over 20 points a game, didn't make it. DeMar is, there's a problem with him though, right? And he's one of those guys that you can watch and you know he'll never win a championship, right? You know, because he's too <laughs> soft nuts. a little bit. Like he's from Compton, man. You should be harder than you are, but he's just too easygoing. Like, yeah, he doesn't have that. Um, the fire, The right? next step, the next step. Yeah. He's a great player. Yeah, Dude, he's he having is. 20 a game, 20 yeah, plus good. game every season. Yeah. And do you know that he, um, you know you know Master P? Mm-hmm. Master P has a camp in Compton for basketball players. Mm. And DeMar came out of Master P's That's camp. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, Master I can P's see that. Turning out like actual professional athletes. Yeah, I like DeMar, but you know, there's a lot of guys. Like it's it's been kind of a crazy year for NBA already. Mm-hmm. And I think this free agency coming up is going to be big as well. I think there's going to be a lot of players moving teams. Yeah. I think you're going to see some balls uh, shifting, mm-hmm. as in the Ball Brothers. Yeah. Uh, some balls are going to be shifting. And, uh, and I think, you know, what do you think is going to be the biggest... Uh, trade deadline thing uh well blake just got moved to the nets yeah he got bought, bought off from the pistons he's now in the nets i don't think that helps the nets i th- think it's kind of pointless yeah i get why they're doing it because they're very injury prone and yeah. they need someone just in case um but yeah i don't think blake helps the nets i think the lakers going for uh drummond is the biggest the biggest that story. would be big the biggest story holy crap if you yeah. went there because he's gonna get bought out by the Cavs. Yeah. i don't know why because he's playing really well but mm-hmm. uh they're obviously going in a different direction so mm-hmm. drumming gets bought out by the Cavs. signs the lakers lakers are unstoppable mm-hmm. if they get drumming they are because un- that's their biggest their biggest gaping hole right now yeah. they cannot rebound without anthony davis yeah they have no interior defense and dudes just run in the paint constantly they don't care they're not mm-hmm. scared of anybody mm-hmm so Drummond fixes four or five different problems and doesn't need the ball. You don't have to feed him. It's you going just... back to the big men in, in the NBA. Yeah, it really is, man. Joel Embiid, Jokic, Drummond, all these guys. You Isn't know, it a trip? Like us growing up, we talk about, well, m- maybe a touch on this in the 90s, mm-hmm. on the 90s podcast this week. Mm-hmm. Join us on the 90s ride film uh, done every Sunday. A high, po- a high phrase podcast production. That was mm-hmm. a good little promo there. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because in the 90s, how many seven-footers do you remember? Every team had one. They had one center who was either good or not good, but he could only do one or two things. Yeah, and every team had at least one. Right? That yeah. was the centerpiece for your thing. Mm-hmm. If you had a seven-footer, you were contender. Yeah. Sean Bradley, uh, um, Sabonis, I think, was seven feet. Arvidas, yes. Um, who else was there? Uh, Shaq. Greg, Greg Ostertag. Greg and- Ostertag. People could be like, who are these guys? Oh, Greg Ostertag. <laughs> um, Bill Lambier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you keep going Cartwright. Endless. Right? It's endless. Wellington, Wellington, yeah. whatever. Wellington. Right? And uh, But now, it's like, you're seven feet, dude. You have to be able to run the court. You have and to be able to do everything. point guard, yeah. basically. Yeah, dude, Jokic is a straight-up point guard. He's changing it. And his skill level is unbelievable. He's a... What I really love watching 
him in the All-Star game is how much fun he was having. Yeah. He was running around. He was being a goofball. Mm-hmm. It is amazing to watch these guys that are like really living the dream yeah. and look around the court and they're like, wow, that's LeBron, that's Steph, all these superstars. Yeah. And I'm a part of these guys. Yeah. And it's really cool to see players show that because sometimes they're a little too cool. Mm-hmm. But Jokic is just having the greatest time and you can see it all over his face and it's great to watch. He's like, someone's going to pay me max salary. Of course he's running around. He's just like, I'm getting max Dude, he's contract. Bank the nuggets but he deserves it man yeah. he's the future he's he, oh, yeah. his, he's the prototype for the future of the league so it's great to watch yeah. yeah so overall i think the nba all-star game i give it probably i i give the game what i liked about the game okay i'll tell you what i liked you tell me what you liked and what you didn't like i'll tell you what i like and didn't like what i did like about it was um the the pace of it i thought the pace was entertaining i thought they kept to the like that was good. Even though LeBron didn't play, it gave him a chance for other guys to step up and shine. Huge. And, you know what I mean? And LeBron, you know, fuck, you know, LeBron kind of is at that point where we're like, we only want to watch him in the playoffs. Dude, he's got three All-Star you know? MVPs already. Yeah, we're kind of like, you know, we've seen it all with LeBron. All we need now is to get him to where he owns the assist record. He owns the shoot points, points, points record. record yep. Right? That's the only thing left for LeBron. Yeah. Anything. A couple more chips. And if you can get a couple more chips, and yeah, but it was good to see, uh, guys, the pace. What I didn't like is a, a little bit of what I liked as well, is <laughs> Steph Curry shooting from the logo. Oh, okay, so amazing. when does this shit end with the three-pointers? Right? It's, it's getting farther and farther away. <laughs> If you haven't noticed, and him shooting yeah. with ease from the logo, ease is the key. And the other kid did it too. Dame, Dame, Dame the other, yeah. And yeah. the and the other kid, the uh, the Utah guy, uh, Michael he Conley? can shoot that. Way. Uh, the other kid, I can't remember. Donovan, yeah, Donovan, yeah. right? He can shoot like that too, right? Yeah. So okay, for me, seeing Steph, Dame, Trey Young, Kyle Lowry, these guys are kind of like the guys that do it well. Mm. I love it as mm. long as they don't make it a four point. That's what I'm most going to ask. I you. don't want it. I don't want it. Half court, half shot. No, no, that 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 will completely transform the game. Yeah, because then offenses will begin at half court. It'll all be half court. And I, I can't, I couldn't watch the game any, anymore. Imagine it, all half court basketball. Yeah, it's got to stay three points. That way, the game stays flowing back and forth. Yeah. And the players can shoot it from further back. Shit, shoot that shit. Yeah, you. I want to be amazed when I watch athletes, the greatest athletes. I want to be amazed by what they do. Mm-hmm. And seeing this guy step in from half court, mm-hmm. not even, not even look like it's effort. I don't get it. Just straight forearms and a little jump, and that's it. Like some of the guys, obviously, that don't practice the shot, yeah. have to jump and like really put their whole body into it. But with Steph, Dame, these guys just pop it. it. Just pop it. I don't understand how it's so effortless for him. Like, like I don't get it. Like how you someone could be that precise. Have you and, seen Steph Curry's forearms? Yeah. Holy yeah, shit, he's, dude! They're yeah. fat. Yeah. He's a slim dude. He's got these big ass Popeye forearms. Yeah. And I think they created his shot to maximize his body type. It's unbelievable. Because he's not a super athlete. He's not a big... Mu- I shouldn't say that. He is a super athlete. Yeah, he definitely But he's not is. a big muscular kind of guy. You know, mm-hmm. he's very slim, very slender. Um, he's not tall. Mm-hmm. Um, so he doesn't have any of the, like, the physical attributes that would make an athlete great. Mm-hmm. But his timing, the release, I have never seen anything like it. Yeah. The speed of the release... It's amazing. It's, it's beyond to like the, what you could do in the video game. Yeah. This guy's so fucking good. Yeah, they couldn't even rate him in 2K correctly. Yeah. Because there's no rating for his shot. Who's there's, the highest in 2K? Is it Shaq? Uh, no, LeBron. LeBron seems to be the highest every year. 
a couple of years KD was, but mm. LeBron's been like the 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 pace. Like what is LeBron? Ninety seven. Like ninety seven. He's had a couple ninety eights. I thought I thought Shaq was ninety nine. Shaq has a ninety nine, but only in one year. One year, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's still the highest of yeah. all. Interesting. Mm. Didn't someone tie Shaq for ninety nine? Magic. No. Yeah. Dude, Magic. I play the game. Magic got a ninety nine. So, okay, MJ's got a ninety nine. Um, Shaq's got a ninety nine. Uh, Magic's got a 99. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a couple other players that have a 99, but Shaq was the first one that got the 99. Oh, interesting. But I mean, you got, I agree, man. Yeah. At Shaq, prime Shaq mm -hmm. is unguardable from every angle. Mm. I mean, I remember when he first lost in the finals to Akeem Olajuwon. Mm -hmm. Olajuwon was at a different place, and yeah. Shaq was a rookie. Yeah, it was. He, he got toasted. He couldn't, he couldn't hang with Akeem. Akeem was the best. But once Shaq got into his prime, dude, mm -hmm. how do you, what do you do to stop that guy? His Laker days, like you hear him the other day talking about how he would have destroyed the Bulls and he was talking a lot of smack. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think he's right. I think so too. A lot of pundits were like, no, because there was no match for Dennis Rodman on there. And I'm like, yeah, but you forget about Shaq being in the paint. He was a hard one. If you couldn't defend him, they would just keep going. To, and of course it would have been a hack of Shaq. And he's right. They would have, he would have had to been a more on point with his, with his. But every Bulls forward would get fouled out. Yeah. Cartwright, Wennington, yeah. Kukoc, Longley, all of these guys yeah, would get fouled out. How do they guard? Okay, Rodman would probably be able to guard Shaq pretty well, mm. but there's other options. Who guards Kobe then? Yeah, Mike. It would have to be Mike and Kobe and, show. Yeah, but then, you know, you get drained on the defensive end, yeah. covering Kobe, you're not as good on the offensive Fuck, end. The duel, that would have it been. It would be pretty phenomenal. It'd be pretty phenomenal. Right, and then Rodman, and then there would have been Horace Grant. or uh, Horace is one of those keys. He's one of those key. Not key Horace key Grant. Horace. Oh, no, he wasn't on the Rodman team. No, he was uh, no, he was before that. Yeah, was he, he was in the first three-peat. Yeah. But no, no, I'm thinking um, on fuck, on the Lakers. What's his name? Eight-time champ. What's his oh, name? Oh, Robert Ory? Robert Ory. Big shot Rob. <laughs> That's no one remembers I him. I hate that guy. I know, but nobody, everyone <laughs> forgets about 